Hello, St. Columbus. It is Tuesday in Holy Week, and I begin with the Collect for this day. O God, by the passion of your blessed Son, you made an instrument of shameful death to be for us the means of life. Grant us so to glory in the cross of Christ that we may gladly suffer shame and loss for the sake of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. And now a reading from Isaiah. Listen to me, O coastlands. Pay attention, you people from far away. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow. In his quiver, he hid me away. And he said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely my cause is with the Lord, and my reward with my God. And now the Lord says, who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him, for I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. He says, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. As we move through this Holy Week, the daily collects and readings become more stringent, more harrowing in what seems to be demanded of us if we are to follow in Jesus' footsteps in the way of the cross. Today's collect reminds us that this cross, in which we are supposed to glory, was an instrument of shameful death, but that we should gladly suffer shame and loss for the sake of Jesus. Oh, how are we to understand this prayer, especially in a year, in a time of so much suffering? Things are bad enough. How can we gladly embrace them? And what does it mean to do this for Jesus' sake? As I wrestled with these words, my colleague, Mark Sandland, posted this. Redemptive suffering is ghastly theology. Seldom is suffering redemptive, and if it were, surely humanity would be redeemed by now. I agree with Mark. I've never tried to convince people going through horrible times, or myself in times of despair, that this suffering is all worth it, redemptive. I see no blessing in terrible pain at the end of life, no redemption in the ravages of last stage dementia. Nothing ennobling in dying alone of COVID. Nothing heroic about being shot at close range by a deranged person with a high-powered gun. On its own, today's prayer is to me theologically troubling in what it seems to ask God to help us. It seems to ask God to help us to embrace such suffering gladly. And so let's turn to the scripture reading to what Isaiah may have to teach us. 
In this passage, God is not asking us to suffer or to embrace shame. Rather, God is preparing God's servant like a sword or an arrow, honing and polishing the servant to redeem Israel and all nations. God, through the prophet, is calling God's followers to mission and service that will glorify God, that will make God's power and love visible in the world. There is suffering for the servant, to be sure. He cries out that he has labored in vain, spent his strength for nothing. This is suffering we've known, too. Whenever we feel exhausted by trying so hard and seeming to get nowhere, when we wonder if all our hard work and patience and resilience have made any difference, have been worth it. But sometimes, at least, this kind of suffering can be transformed into hope and promise. At least, that's what I think Isaiah is trying to tell the people of Israel. They have an important role to play, to be a light, to show forth God's presence, not just among themselves, but to all people. A huge, tall order, an amazing assignment. God values and blesses their hard work and their exhaustion and assures them that it is indeed worth it and that God is with them through it all. We do not labor in vain. There is suffering involved in trying to live God's love, trying to be a light in the world. There is exhaustion and frustration and pain. But there is also purpose, and the love of God embraces us as we strive. The suffering itself is not redemptive. It is the work and the love we manage that help to change the world and that redeem us in our travails.